All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off 
at MVMT.com. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. How's it going? It's going. We're here. We're, we are. We're here. Another another week. Live and in the motherfucking flesh. And on camera. And on camera. <laughs> we are. Okay. We have our shit. Mm-hmm. It's arrived. It's been a long time. Yeah. But I'm back now. <laughs> what was the song? It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Without, Without a dope, dope beat to step, step two, step two, step two, step two, step two, step two. So we stepped our asses here. We got our shit. It's the, uh, you really sound like your mom when you said that we got our shit. shit. <laughs> Kayla tells me all the time that I sound like my mom. You do. You really do. And sometimes the mannerism. I've been told that I have a phone voice. What is that? That, you, that means that you sound fine as fuck on the phone. Oh. That's what I've been told. The loop. <laughs> have you ever been on the loop? The party, the party line. line. Yeah, I have. Uh, it's because you have a little soft sensual. I sound like a nigga. <laughs> you know, you have the soft sensual. Although people do tell me that I have you a nice voice. You don't sound like a nigga though to me. You just have like a deeper voice, but it's not a nigga deep. No. No, it's just like. Oh. it's a People nice do voice. tell me that I have a nice voice, that it sounds calming and peaceful. <laughs> I said, okay, let me take you there. The Zen mommy. The Zen mommy, coupled with it, I look like Alicia Keys, which I never understand. Okay, I don't that. see. Alicia I don't see it Keys. either. I've I'm never like, seen Alicia. Y'all Keys. just think all light skinned black people look alike. They think all brown skinned girls look like Kelly Rowland. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like you guys. There's so many other people. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, how how's it your, going? How was your weekend? My weekend was very busy. What'd you do? Friday. What happened on Friday? I don't remember. Probably nothing. I don't think much happened. On nothing Friday. happened on Friday. Saturday, I had an event to do. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night, we attended a beautiful dinner in we the did. Hollywood Hills. We did. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Like yeah. the food was amazing. The ambiance. The company. The company. You know, initially the I was drinks. Yeah. <laughs> the drinks. <laughs> initially, I was a little. Um, I wasn't concerned, but I was just wondering, wow, I wonder if there are going to be plant-based options or like, I, I thought that, okay, first off, it was a six-course meal. Six courses. It was a six-course meal, okay? It wasn't a three-course. It wasn't here for play-play. We didn't pull up and do buffet style. <laughs> so I was like, kind of like, oh, maybe they're going to have- Like one veg- vegetarian yeah, option. Yeah, like something like a soup or a salad. And I was just like, all right, well, I'll just be going for it's the vibe. It's 2020 and we're in LA. Like everybody pretty much knows that a vegan- a vegetarian for show, but really yeah. a vegan option should be on the menu. 
Yeah, so I mean, it was nice that the whole the whole menu the was whole vegan, menu was plant based. Phenom, chef's kiss, black chef. I mean, you know how we it come was black in. AF. You know how we rocking, right? Once, once somebody said it's the nigga for, for me, me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're amongst our own, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Right. <laughs> so it was good. It was yeah, good. We had a good time. Nice. Um, Sunday, Sunday. kept it low key. I kept it low key. Oh, we also went skating on Saturday. We did that on Sunday. That was Sunday? Oh, yeah. Oh, we went skating on, at the beach on Sunday, which was nice. The weather was very nice here in LA. It was like fucking summer weather. We went skating on hot. the beach. We went to have a margaritas and mm-hmm, lunch. Mm-hmm. If you're a homegirl who skates, make sure you follow our little skate page at Brown Girls on Wheels. Yeah. Um, We're just getting it started. so We are. But if you're a part of this, be a part of our skate community. So you'll be seeing more shit on there, I guess. So we did that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, which was cool. And yeah. And now here we are. Now we're here with you all. Thank God. Another motherfucking day. So usually right here is a new week, new tea portion where we dish tea about things happening in Uh pop culture. Yeah. Um, Not really much happening. Prayers up for Jeremiah, who's battling with COVID. Oh, yeah. He's on the ventilator. Uh, I read that there was some improvements, but yeah. It'll be a long road, so he will be in my prayers. So when you're on the ventilator, since you're in the hospital, <laughs> yeah, like that helps you breathe. I yeah. know that much. Yeah, that's the machine. So basically, breathing. until you can breathe on your own, you have to be on that. And yeah. sometimes they have to put you in like a medically induced coma. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's kind of separate. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, yeah. Prayers. This COVID shit is He's nothing. He's only thirty-three. And that needs to be the um sign that it's it not the young people all. yeah we don't know if he had any comorbidities or like anything he was battling with yeah pre-existing conditions so just be safe be safe be safe out there y'all because the battle is not yeah. you know it's still, it's still it's still ongoing we're still out here fighting for our lives we are yeah so yeah that's the tea this week mm-hmm. um what else we got I think that oh. was it for tea. Yeah, that's it. Nice. That's it. So, um, what else is good? <laughs> Reviews. Yes. Mm. We always got time for that. Yes, we have all the we time in the world for, for, that. That, for this. Mm-hmm. So, the ratings and the reviews are um, how you all can show your support for the podcast. The ratings and the reviews keep the show going. Mm-hmm. They're very important. They're very important. Heavy I'm going to say that very. one more time. They're very important heavy on the you enjoy the content Mm -hmm. if you enjoy listening to us please help us out by taking a few minutes seconds out of your day to leave us a rating in a review on apple podcast yes so i'm gonna highlight a review of the week this is a wild car first off homegirl dj okay can we give her her flowers (laughs) because homegirl dj is a premium superior homegirl give her her flowers not only has she written several reviews she has now elevated and <laughs> she's sent recruiting home she's recruiting people to write reviews she sent homegirls to write wow. reviews see well never i want to say you bitches could never because <laughs> i mean she's showing up and out so shout out to homegirl dj and all of her homegirls yeah for um pulling up hopping out airing out and making the look sexy yes we love it so here we go i'm gonna just read this one go for it uh my favorite homegirls I don't know who it's from because she has emojis for the name, but 
She says, I had to do my part and leave a review for my homegirls. This podcast is everything and more. I joined about two months ago and I've binge listened to every single episode. Every episode I get dragged, but it's necessary for growth. I've noticed so much self-improvement since I've started listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for providing a non-judgmental space for black women to come and get their life. I love you girls. Love you. We love you too. Yes. We really hella do. We really hella do. <laughs> we really hella we do. We really hella do. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for leaving the rating and review. That's the way to celebrate. I mean, celebrate. Well, shit, you we are celebrating. Celebrate, yeah. You're celebrating and... Um, you're giving flowers. You're doing it all. You're helping the show. Yes, exactly. So that's one way to help contribute. Another way to contribute is by sending us your coins. Yes. But in exchange for your coins, you get extra content, goodies, a bunch of stuff over, ooh, damn, over on Patreon. Yes. So Patreon is a platform that creatives are using. I don't know if you, if you don't know what Patreon is, you've probably been sleeping under a rock. It's a membership community for us. Exclusive. It's the exclusive membership community for, for us. us. So yeah, it's um our community where we can be a little more vulnerable. We can share our tea because we don't know who all listening to here. We there's don't. A, there's over a million downloads, people. Anybody and their daddy could we be listening. We get over 50, dang near, damn near 60,000 downloads a month. There's no way to keep tabs. <laughs> there's no way to keep tabs. We and can't. all they got to do is Google Brittany Lackey or Germany Manning and then oh, find, out it, find it all out. Yeah, so in efforts to be exclusive and low-key under the motherfucking radar, we have taken our talents, talents to, Patreon, to our, Patreon, our information, our real tea. Yeah, so if you're interested in um, bonus content, extra episodes, blog posts, that's new. Okay. So I just wrote my first blog on Patreon, mm. and let me tell you something. First of all, being vulnerable is a challenge for me but yeah. i've been trying to um exercise being more vulnerable mm. so writing is a great way to release so i wrote a blog last week about how i was feeling stagnant how i've been feeling stagnant and having the support of all the homegirls really made me feel like i wasn't alone yeah because sometimes you could feel like i'm the only one struggling with this or i, I i'm the only one dealing with this right now and the bitches can't bitches in, with love. Yeah, exactly. I say that with love. I exactly. say that with love. Exactly. The bitches came through came with support and love. <laughs> and honestly, after I wrote that and released it out in the world, I felt better. Good. I felt like, you know what? I can grow. I can grow. I can move I can forward. Move forward. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you. I'm so glad if you guys want to read about the blog, I mean, if you guys want to read the blog, it's over on Patreon. Yeah. So it'll be down in the show notes. Um, yeah. And now let's shout out our new page. Oh, yes. We cannot forget that. Okay. Because you girls keep the lights on here. So we have Raven. Hey, Raven. Megan. Hey, Megan the Stallion. Anaya. <laughs> hey, Anaya. Tyler. What's up, Tyler? What it do? And Des. Hey, Des. Welcome to the game. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate you. Yes. yes for spending yes. your black dollars or whatever, whatever multicultural you are. dollars <laughs> with us. Shit. It's a multicultural dollar. With us. I don't give a damn what color it is. Right. So, last week's episode, episode 164, we're still in our Finish Strong series, peeps. We are. We're still in our Finish Strong series. And uh, last week was part three, radical accountability. So, the affirmation that we shared was, I am responsible for everything that happens in my life. So, radical accountability is taking ownership of your role in every interaction, is being responsible for your actions, your thoughts, your moods, and results. 
And um, so in last week's episode, we chatted about how being radically self-accountable enhances, enhances our confidence. Confidence. It broadens our perspective and improves our relationships. We offered some tips to help uh, become more radically accountable and remind ourselves, because this is not just for y'all, it's for us. Yeah, it's really our own fault if we don't get everything that we desire out of life. So if you haven't already um, listened to that episode, if you're new to the series, start. Start wherever it don't even. The girlfriends matter. were feeling it. They said it was a drag, but I think we forewarned you that it would be a drag yeah. at the top of that show. Mm-hmm. But like it's a tip a, top. It was a necessary drag. Yeah. So for sure. Now this week's episode. Part four. Part four, which we're a day late, but not a dollar show. No. You know that old saying. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the day, day late, late, dollar short. Yeah, all the dollars are accounted for. Just the days aren't. <laughs> so <laughs> furlough. we're actually being furloughed today's episode is brought to you by clorox when it counts trust clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home our community heroes trust clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected so i know i too can trust clorox to provide my home with a safe environment that i can enjoy all throughout the year Usually I use Clorox regular bleach in my whites, my laundry, but as of lately, given the current climate of the country, things that are going on, and with flu season, I've been using it on hard, non-porous surfaces because it kills 99% of germs and bacteria. So that's my appliances, door handles, faucets, my floors, tubs, whatever it is, I know I can trust Clorox to keep things disinfected and nice and tidy. So remember, when it counts, Trust Clorox. So um, today, what are we talking about? So today we're going to be talking about the liminal space. Yeah. You're probably wondering what the liminal space is because I was when I first heard about it. But that's what we're here for. So the liminal space is the space between where you were, Mm -hmm. what was, and what will be. What's next? Yeah. What's up on the horizon? Yeah. it's It's a place where... A place of transition mm-hmm. It's usually when you're in a season of waiting mm-hmm. and not knowing what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. And um, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable, <laughs> <laughs> but it happens all the time. Yeah. I want you to speak just a little closer so we can hear that beautiful, sexy Stop. phone voice. What is that? So... Like Brittany was saying, it's really a transitional state. So events, if you're thinking like, wow, have I ever been in a liminal space? Because I was wondering, had I ever been in a liminal space? And we'll get to that. Right. So events that usually result in liminal space or feeling like you're in a liminal space, it can be a job change, uh, moving to a new town, bitch. A you don't job lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the job lost. The fireyana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's no longer with employment. Right. So moving to a new town, financial strain, you know how it feels when you don't have your coins together. Yeah. When the rugs pulled from under your feet. Yes. Loss, like, right? Friends, family, whoever, loved ones. Yeah. Pets, because we know how that feels. Yeah. You know, that hurts. Um, life, dis- being discontent with life, a breakup. Yeah. If you're a parent, an empty nest. Yeah. Um, a health diagnosis or a retirement, just basically where you are. In the, one chapter's closing and another one is, will eventually open, but you just don't know when. You don't. You literally do not know. Like well, you got- start chapter. Why do we say one chapter is closing? I don't. Oh, do we say one chapter's ending? Usually we say ending. The chapter's ending and the door's closing. Yeah. Okay. So the chapter's ending, but you don't know when the next one's going to begin. 
you know and you don't know what it's going to entail it's damn near like the book's closing yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i know we call it chapters but i feel like when you're in the liminal space it feels like that whole book is closed yeah you're not we're even done. going to the next chapter because we're done reading you, that you book can look at the table of contents <laughs> and see what chapter is next but when you're in the liminal space come on the whole book is closed it's put back on the shelf and you waiting to get your new library card so you can go check out a new book mm -hmm. that's what the liminal space is it's or if you're using audible <laughs> <laughs> because we do have a partnership with audible then you're waiting for next month to come around yeah for sure you're waiting for next month to come around so this is also the place where a lot of transformation happens i mean just think about it this is where we turn in butterflies baby you know spread your wings and prepare to fly <laughs> oh remember that wasn't that mariah carey um and you will become a butterfly uh -huh. oh fly 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 eventually into the sun i don't know but i want to hear it now yeah okay yeah so yeah a lot of transformation takes place here because it's kind of like you're forced to transform yeah when you think about it mm -hmm. I know that I've been in the liminal space a couple of times. Yeah. I've talked about it here on this show, how I've been fired from FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, FedEx. <laughs> Fuck you, FedEx. But I was fired from FedEx uh -huh. and I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure our girls here can see you. I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. I didn't know where my next job was going to come from. Which it was is scary. It was very unexpected. Yeah. I believe I was done with college. No, I, I don't was think not. You were. I was not done with college because I got fired <laughs> for doing my homework on the clock. That's why I got fired. But and you can't was, even act like you weren't. There was cameras. Yeah, once they're bringing that to there the table. There were cameras. I had the books laid out. <laughs> <laughs> Period. A bitch had to do what she had to do, but, but it resulted in me getting laid off. The working student. The working so, student. So I was fired mm -hmm. and. I was really scared because I was taking care of myself. I didn't know what I was going to do. I needed another job immediately. And I didn't know where the job was going to come from, which a lot of us have felt when we're applying for jobs. You don't know. You're just hoping that someone calls you for an interview and that they want to hire your ass. Yeah. So I was for sure in a liminal space then. I've been in a liminal space with a breakup. And uh, that shit was challenging too. Yeah, It was very challenging because... I'm like, okay, this relationship is ended. What the fuck am I going to do? I didn't have another one lined up. Yeah. That's my ministry. <laughs> I didn't have another one lined up. And I think that's what, I think fear the lim liminal space unknowingly, of course, because I didn't know what the fuck the liminal space was. Right. <laughs> Put in language just, to it. I'm in the liminal space. Yeah. Just fear of not knowing what was going to come next um, made me fearful of even ending the relationship. It made me uncomfortable as fuck. After the relationship had ended. Yeah. So uncomfortable to the point where I was like, I got to find my way back. Find your way back. I have back. to find my way back to what was because what was feels more comfortable comfortable than the unknown of what could be. Yeah. And, and a lot of that is because like we're human, right? We like black and white. Like Mike says, it's black. It's white. You know, know it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like it to be black or white. The gray we space, do. Do. the gray space makes us really, really uncomfortable. And I'm pretty uncomfortable with gray space as well. I'm, I'm pretty uncomfortable with that. 
I think we all are. I think that's why I can't do situationships either because I don't like gray space, baby. I don't either. Uh uh-uh, uh, she don't like it. We like it to be one way or another in that liminal are space. Are we in or are we out? Whatever, the, the, like the black house. You in or you out? Don't be running in and out of my <laughs> house, okay? But that liminal space is that threshold when we're crossing from one place to another. But because the the middle, the crossover is so great, it makes us so afraid. And when we were talking about this this episode, I was like, damn, I don't think I don't think I've ever been in a liminal space. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, because um, when college ended, like I had a job, although I was questioned, still having those that. Those feelings of questioning yourself because when you're in college, you're you're striving, striving. You strive and you do because you want to get it. <laughs> because because you're like your whole objective is to get a job in your field. And uh shit, like what seven, eight years ago, it didn't seem possible to work in your field. I mean, even now. I mean, I think there's still some challenges with working in the field. Yeah. When it comes to college, unless you do like a trade or like lawyer, Nursing, doctor. Mer- yeah, something in the medical field. Right. Um, so I still had that feeling of just uncertainty of like, man, here I am about to graduate and I don't think I'm going to be working in the field. You know what I mean? Which was like, damn, that sucks. I did all this work, you know, all this shit that comes with that. Um, but I had a job. It wasn't like I was a college student with no gig and then graduating. And it's like, now what? After grad school, like... Or after grad after college, I went right into grad school, so there was no really uncertainty with that. Usually, with my relationships, y'all, I usually have a little back pocket option, a back pocketer, which I'm. Um, you know what? I'm not ashamed to say. It's your reality. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm ashamed to say, but I'm I'm not, and I've always been that way. And it doesn't always seem it's it don't be a cheat. She doesn't cheat, but <laughs> no, 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 I don't. No, I don't I'm cheat. Not, I know oh, you don't. Shit, the bitch is faithful. Okay. <laughs> Faithful, faithful to the end. It be to Literally. the end, okay? It be to the end <laughs> that I'm faithful. But um, when it's going sour, I'm, I'm already- You start lining che- it up? I'm already checked out and then I'm kind of like, all right. I, Lining up. Yeah. A lineup has occurred. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so hmm, you're looking interesting. You know, it's like that type of vibe. So usually I don't have much downtime between many relationships. Mm-hmm. Because there's already exploration happening. Gotcha. You know, so I've never been in a liminal space where I had to be like, okay, out of work. Like breakup, I don't know what's coming next. I'm no. just waiting for the next relationship to come. The next relationship be at my door. It be there. It be there. I'm like, oh, okay, this one ended and that <clears throat> one's coming. Gotcha. Um, so I, I, I was kind of struggling with that. I was like, damn, I don't have no liminal space moments. But I do. And what's yours? I have. Um, my relationship with my intimate, with one of my intimates, intimate friend, my intimate, intimate friend. friend, my intimate you know friend. We, yeah. For though, if you're new here, an intimate is a very close friend. Yeah. Top tier friendship. Yeah. Top tier friendship. Closest friendship. Which yeah. I've expressed that um, within the last, it's been a little over a year um, that one of my best friends and I have just not spoken in like a year and a half, which is just strange as fuck, right? Yeah. And um. I'll be writing about this on Patreon. I'll be disclosing, disclosing more. Fully disclosing. Fully disclosing. But this feels like a liminal space, which you brought to my awareness. It's like, this is it because that friendship was what I knew, right? It was like, okay, this is it. And then for the chapter to end and now it to be like, dang, are we ever going to speak again? Right. Will we ever reconnect? Does she think about me? You know? <laughs> 
I'm like, because she crosses my mind. Like, I'm sure you definitely cross her mind. Yeah, so I think just that feeling of like, they just run across my mind. Okay, is that Jill Scott? Mm, yeah i like that one yeah but yeah it's yeah. just like that whole that vibe of feeling like well i don't know if we're gonna be friends again which is rando like what but it, it's very uncomfortable here yeah it's uncomfortable here and honestly i don't like dealing with the liminal space like i said before which is why i always be having something lined up i don't want to deal with the uncomfortability. none of us like moving none of us like dealing with the liminal space mm -hmm. none of us do some are better than others I mean, some may be better. I think I don't think it's about being better than others. I think some people just find ways to cope, deal, and move through. But mm -hmm. that doesn't take away from the fact that it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And the thing with the liminal space is it's not just moving from one space. The fast like a NASCAR. What are they doing outside of my door? <laughs> Burn rubber. Um, It's not just moving from one space to another. Yeah. Okay, this is what we often do. I know I've done it. I've been guilty of it. We often move from one space to another in the back of our mind, like where we move from is still there. Yeah. I can go back to yeah. that. Yeah, the double dutch, if, jumping in and out. If whatever I'm anticipating coming doesn't come, I can go back to what was. Yes. That's always going to be there for me. Yeah. But the liminal, the liminal space is recognizing that that's done that's it's no really longer gone. an option yeah it's no longer an option for you to hop back there yeah you now need to move and transition over to what's new what's yeah. coming now she cuts up <laughs> a lot we can't just go jump back and forth when we want to mm -hmm. when we really want to maximize the liminal space and transform yeah and um a liminal, liminal space, recognizing a liminal space is also like recognizing that there's order, right? There's normalcy, what we understand. And then disorder happens. So the shit is in disarray. And then reorder eventually happens. So if it's like a work situation, a work equation, you understand that like order is working, having a job. Right. Disorder is being fired. Reorder would be getting the new gig. But you have to understand the process so that when we're in the liminal space, we can, like you mentioned, cope. Because bitches don't be able to. Hell no. Hell no. No, 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 no. It seems like the colder it gets outside, the thirstier my hair feels. I recently started using Aussie hair products, which have been giving me back so much moisture. My 4A curls feel bouncy, soft, and smooth. From cleansing to styling, even for day two, three, and four hair, Aussie has you covered, and the products smell amazing. My favorite products are from the Miracle Curls Collection, 10 quality products with nourishing formulas and Australian ingredients that provide moisture and protect my curls. My fave is the Miracle Moist Conditioner. Aussie products are also PETA certified, cruelty free, so they love all types of hair and animals. Plus, they're easy to find and affordable. Wherever you shop, you can find Aussie products starting at $2.99. Learn more by following Aussie on Instagram at Aussie Hair USA. Hell motherfucking no. And we've all collectively have been in a liminal space with this pandemic. Yes, we have. The life that we knew before COVID-19 was pulled from under our feet unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. 
even when this pandemic was first introduced, we knew that things were shaking up, but I think we didn't understand the capacity to how yeah, shit was to, really yeah, shifting. The degree. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, things are different. They're, yeah. We're moving different, but this is not going to be real long. This is just a little glitch. Yeah. Something minor, a little setback. We'll bounce back mm -hmm. and we'll be restored right back to normalcy. I remember when we were taking our shit from work, they were like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks then turned into how many months? Ten? Like nine, ten. Nine, ten months. That happened in March. It's 10 because me and my, my quarantine have been a together 10 almost months. 10 months. Yeah. See, look at that. Like, and I remember telling him, like, you want to be my quarantine? It was like <laughs> such a little joke. Like, you want to hang out? You want to be my little quarantine? Because we ain't going to be able to go nowhere. And now look. Yeah. It's a really, a really, it's real. Um, I know I wasn't will. I wasn't accepting it as something. I wasn't accepting the normal to be gone. I'm so like, let's, this let's, shit needs to run back. Let's talk about that because um, there's there's ways to deal with liminal space, right? So we need to talk about how to navigate it. And one of the steps is to practice the spirit, well, the spiritual practice of lament, right? So we have to, the lament, that sounds fancy. So <laughs> we have to um, essentially pass through all the stages of grief. And like you were mentioning about the pandemic, this was really happening for us. And then the five stages of grief will be denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So we can't heal without grieving. So mm. we got to go through it. So like you were mentioning the pandemic, right? Before the pandemic, we all had clear boundaries. It was like we have designated areas for church. We know when we go to the gym. We know when we go into work. We know when we hanging out with our homegirls. Everything has its space, right? And it's time. Now everything is gray. We do everything in the same. I'm worshiping in the house. I'm watching right. YouTube. Working out. You working at home. Just throwing little functions, creating the cure and vibes. Everything. So there's no longer, it's no longer black or white. It's all gray. It's all been mushed together, which makes it liminal. So in the beginning of the pandemic, we were all in denial. We were in the first stage of grief. First well, stage of grief. Well, the thing is, the stages of grief. You can go in and out of them. They're not linear. No, 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 they're but not. But yeah, we were in but the denial But using this stage. for example, the yeah. pandemic, everybody was denying it. Of course, we had the, it's not real. This is a like, you know, the conspiracy theory. This is just like the flu. The flu vibe. And then anger. Everybody's mad. Once we did, once the shutdown happened, then we're mad. We can't get our resources. And there's no toilet paper. The lines are long at the store. Can't get wax. Can't get your nails done. Yeah. We're all angry up in arms. Then bargaining. Okay. Well, if we're, if it's going to be like this, then now, <laughs> you know, we'll do the dining out fresco. Yeah. We'll wear our mask and get our nails done outside. We'll just hang out with our close friends and family. We'll do that. We'll do staycations. Intimate groups. Right. We'll, we'll go to Joshua Tree, Tulum. <laughs> we'll flip and tumble a birthday. We'll create yeah. the birthday experience. We're doing all of this shit. Then yes. we're at the depression. We're in the depression. depression. I was in the depression early on. Yeah. The depression. I was in the depression stage because I'm like, this, ver this really sucks. I was one, a busybody. Very rarely did I sit my ass at home. There were the very rare weekends where I'm like, okay, this feels good. I get to sit at home. I'm I don't have anything on the calendar. But um, that was such every a, week. Yeah, a one off though. I remember when it we would have days like that where it was like, damn, we didn't do shit this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then lastly would be acceptance, and 
I feel like we're kind of we're kind of in the acceptance phase. I but think we go in and out of acceptance. It's like we accept it to some capacity, but then we still we go are back grieving. To the bargaining. We're still grieving because <laughs> we're still longing for the normalcy of what was. We wanted to just be like COVID's over, right back to exactly no, what you were doing before. But we're in that disorder phase right now. We're in a disorder. The order was normalcy. Right. What we're experiencing right now is disorder. Right. Um, and then hopefully when things, which we don't know when, when things have been restored, then there'll be reorder. There'll be a new way of life, a new way of doing things in which we're like, okay, now we get it, you know, yeah. which Lord knows God only knows. And this is the thing. This is, I think the good thing about liminal space that maybe can help us cope a little better with it is not necessarily wanting it to go back to normalcy, but having hope that the new order will be better. Yeah. Because let's just bring it back around to the relationships. relationships. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk. I will talk. Talk about it. I will talk. Get it going. So we get out of these relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And we're uncomfortable because what was once comfortable to us is now done. Yeah. Book back on shelf. Might have a bookmark in it, but the bitch is on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh my God, like what the fuck? You're fearful. I know I was fearful. I'm like, oh my God, these new niggas, da da da. Especially after being in a long term relationship. Not saying that the feelings aren't there with shorter relationships, but you just feel kind of like a fish out of water. Yeah. You haven't dated. These niggas, you got to play around with. You don't know if you like online apps. Yeah. You don't know, you know. Yeah. Just the comfortability that you lose out on or you miss when you're out of a long term relationship. Exactly. And so it's the longing for what's comfortable. But not even recognizing that, bitch, get through so you can get two. two. <laughs> it's the through and two for me. Get through so you can get two. Yeah. Something that will most likely blow your motherfucking mind. Cue the Eve and Gwen Stefani. Now let me blow your and mind. And the T-Pain. Remember T-Pain? Uh-uh. I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. no, mm-hmm. really. We cling on to the old. Yeah, we do. We cling so tight onto the old. I, my hands be gripped in a claw. Clinging onto I the be. old, which most of the times does not serve us yeah. and is <laughs> raggedy, and block ourselves from what can be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably what's going to happen with COVID. We want to hang on to the new normalcy so bad that we're not allowing ourselves to fully accept that that's gone. And then we can adapt and transition into the new normalcy. That would probably be better. I know that COVID has been uncomfortable as fuck because it's been uncomfortable for me. But shit has been revealed. Things have been shaken up. In our uncomfortability, we've been able to collectively shift, which is very fucking rare. Like we've right. gotten this collective awareness our eyes have been opened at the same goddamn time. Like, the veil you see has what been the pulled fuck is back. happening? You can't ignore it anymore. Yeah. So we just don't know what's um, ahead, <laughs> but we can find comfort in knowing that it may be better than what's behind. Yes. Period. Poo. Back it up like a dump truck. Dump truck. So. What else? Next step. Um. Next step. So, in addition to the grieving, after you've grieved or while you're grieving, you can practice some rituals. Of intention to get you through these times of change and uncertainty and fear. Meditation. Meditation. Yoga. Um, journaling. Journaling. 
being active, whatever your yeah, rituals look exactly. like. You Something know? that's intentional and make it a ritual. Make it consistent. Make yes. it a part of your everyday. Something that grounds you. Yeah, whatever that looks like. Skating. There's so much. Grounding practices. Yeah, there's so And much. you know what? Rituals have taken on a whole different like meaning and they look completely different now. I feel like we've applied so many different ways to practice rituals that it's not just like Okay, I mean, yoga is great, but it's not limited to yoga. It's not limited. It can you know? do whatever you want it to Yeah, do. if you braiding your homie's hair. And that's ritualistic <laughs> for you. Whatever it might be, tap in and do that. Yeah. So, next um, tip, step, how to manage, navigate the liminal space. Disengage with the past. Now, this one, baby girl. This is me. Avoid <laughs> ruminating about what was or what should have been. So doing this keeps us unhappy and un unmotivated to move forward. For sure. So yeah, it's like we, in our efforts to Find deal with comfort. our yeah, our uncomfortability, we'll be like, I can't move on because- That was the best thing that never happened to me. That was the best thing that should have happened to me. And I put all this work in and now some other girl's going to get what I done did. You know, that's the claim to fame. Yeah, I'll no. be like, I done been with you for 10 years. Oh, me too. But I have to wake up. I have to come too. Yeah. And say, you, bitch, have it. And it's uh, another thing is, it ain't yours to reap. That ain't your tree. Remember when Andre said that? What that ain't you your say? tree. Like, we be. We oh, be he wanting, was. <laughs> tell them. So we were out having lunch. Yeah. And we were talking about. So we were basically talking about. We were relating trees, picking fruit from trees mm -hmm. to dating, right? Yeah, That's what we yeah, were doing? Yeah, we were. And so we were talking about um, how we pick from these trees. And I don't know how we got to this portion of the conversation, this part, but he was like, you know, sometimes you're picking from the wrong tree. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're right. Sometimes we are steady standing at this tree that looks like it has the fruit for us. Bearing fruit. And you allergic. You and don't even eat apples. bitter. It's not as yes. sweet as it really could be. And yes. you're just trying to take that fruit like, okay, this got fruit on it. I mean, it is a little bitter, but I mean, it's fruit. But it was never for you. When there can you. be a tree with fruit that is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the fruit is sweet. It's ripe. It's ready to be picked. I know. Sometimes we are picking fruit from, from, that is not ready to be picked. It's not, and it's and because, it, bitch... That's not your tree. It's not your tree, okay? And if you think about it like that, it's like you have a tree out there with your name on it. Literally, God planted this tree and said, and if you're thinking about a person, like he <laughs> he planted it and said, this is going to be Brittany's tree. Tree, period. This is going to be Brittany's tree and she's going to eat from it. It's the gonna way you hold it my wrist. Because this is her tree. It's going to be nourishing to her the body. It it's going to be nourishing to her body. It's going to give her the nutrients that she needs. It's going to be sustaining, okay? It's her tree. And we be over there picking from trees that don't even be ours. Picking from trees. And sometimes we pick from the ground. And that's <laughs> another episode. Sometimes we be picking cotton. Yeah. It don't even be nothing worth And if you don't want to get out with me, you don't want to pick from my apple tree. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. Try to disengage from, from, the past. from the past and looking back. And I mean, I love a good Sankofa. When when appropriate. When appropriate. But for these niggas, They're turn right. that neck around. Swivel that neck. That neck be on swivel. Turn it back we around. We really be Sankofa with these niggas. niggas. <laughs> Looking back, <laughs> trying to head forward. Okay, no. But yeah, let's try to stop avoiding what, looking at what was, even if it's a job, an opportunity, which I noticed that I do a lot, but I feel like that's my way of mm. trying to rationalize my laziness. Do you want to... Do you want to go further? <laughs> you want to dive deep? You, you want like to peel back those layers? Yeah. No, sometimes I feel like if 
actually, I'm gonna save that for the midmud check in. Oh. I'll save it for the midmud check in. So you guys know what to do. It's you relevant. You know what to do. <laughs> it's relevant. But yeah, try to avoid thinking about what could have been, what should have been, what would have been, um, because it just further keeps us in the gray space, and we can't just distinguish like, yo, it don't exist anymore. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be. So let's just move forward to where you're supposed to be going. It hinders your growth. It does. Sure. Ruminating in the past instead yeah. of figuring out what you need to do to move forward. That's it. Even though you don't know what's coming, you know that what's left ain't it. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. 
Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. So um, another thing you need to do, or you can do. That we need to do. We're speaking that to we ourselves. Need to do. Yes, yeah. we. Mm-hmm. Practicing self-compassion. Okay, this is very important. We have to be gentle with ourselves. Yes. We have to have grace, give ourselves grace. And we really need to avoid things that can trigger our emotional state. Looking on that page, lurking on that page. Um, (laughs) Like like Germany said, ruminating on the past. Things that just really hinder you, that don't allow you to just move into the acceptance stage, Mm -hmm. right? These are things that are making you stay stuck. Yeah. And you're wondering why the struggle 
has been uh, what it extended. Is. <laughs> the extendo clip. While it has been extended, again, we don't know when we'll get out of the liminal space. We don't know when shit will come for us. But I can tell you one thing. You will be hindered <laughs> if you stay where you need to leave. Exactly. Uh, so next, yeah, avoid those triggers. Give yourself some grace. Next, we have <clears throat> to process what we're feeling with a validating group of people or a person. Find a, find a buddy who can be a listening ear, you know, because we have to remember that we don't have to go. Um, we don't have to go on this journey alone. We don't. There's people who have navigated the space who understand the terrain and, are, and will be great to be like, let me show you how to get there. Or let me, let me show you how to navigate around this space. Like liminal space doesn't mean alone. No, you know, that's another thing. It doesn't mean that you have to just be sulking and depressed and feeling like, oh my God, I'm in a liminal space and I'm here by myself. Like there's other, there are other people who might be dealing with a breakup. There's other people who might be dealing with like losing a job and not knowing what's coming next. But imagine if you shared like, yo, I'm in this really uncomfortable space. I don't really know how to navigate it. I'm new here. I'm new right. here. But this is what I'm going through. And somebody might say, you know what? I got fired from my job. These were the steps that I took to get a new job. Let me help you revamp your resume or let's look over a new resume or girl, get on this dating app. Yeah. Let's find some joy. Let's spark some new memories. Let's create some, some experiences in the liminal space, which helps us continue to push forward and move forward. Yeah. Providing you with hope. Yes. Providing you with hope that it's possible. Like yes. girl, I was there too. And look at me now. Look you at know? me now. And I think that the Patreon community is really great for that for us because you get to see with over 150 people that there is someone who can relate to you <laughs> in the Facebook group, yeah, in our comments, wherever. Um, and sometimes when you're, when you're going through the liminal space and you're speaking with people and you're trying to get through this, sometimes you have to tell your story over and over and over again. And that's why it's good to have someone who's non-judgmental. Because they're not like, damn, bitch, you ain't over that yet. Of course, you know, we're working through, we're growing. But sometimes I have to talk about it a little more. It's longer. a process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. definitely. Um, also, you want to take small, proactive steps to regain your power. Mm. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention, pay Attention. Now that's going to be the theme forever. Thank you, Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence has given that to all of us. That little nugget can be in our back pocket and take it with us the rest of our days. Seriously. She says if you want to go somewhere. And if you want to be somebody. Then you got to wake up. You have to wake up and you have to start doing. And man, <laughs> Damn, you put the remix. No, then you have to start doing things. They may not be big, they may not be big leaps, mm -hmm. but they can be small steps that will help you little breadcrumbs that will lead you to your destiny so that can look like okay i got fired now i need to revamp my resume mm -hmm. because the bitch has not been updated <laughs> i had to do that i had to revamp my my resume and you know you got to flip and tumble to ele hustle and you motivate do. and elevate you so do. i've been flipping tumbling yeah. finessing yeah so that i can get to where i need to go because yeah. i need a new white man gig yeah unless more mommies join patreon <laughs> Then we will be searching for a new job. Yeah. yeah. So because more mommies haven't joined yet, I'm looking for another white man gig. So ah. update your resume. Um, get on some online dating mm -hmm. so that you can get over that old nigga. Mm -hmm. um, and get under a new one. Get under a new one. Because that's what we do. We like to get over and get under. Yeah. 
get under and get over rather. Maybe you're moving. You got to move into a new apartment. New space. New space. There's so much that, so many little things that you can do that can just help you transition out of this liminal space. Mm -hmm. And lastly. That we can do. That we, because we're talking to ourselves. Yeah. That spirit talking. And I'll share also on the Patreon. Okay. okay. What you sharing? Some ways I've. Some oh, okay. Mid-month? Mid-month. Mid-month check-in is coming. Yeah. Um, next, when you're in a liminal space, just trust that the answers will come. You know that you're in a place of possibility that shit, what was is already was, is done. But what's yeah. coming, the possibilities are limitless. They are. They're endless. You don't know what's going to happen, but you know what? There's also beauty in, in recognizing that you can make it happen. Whatever you want to make happen. You could flip and tumble this bitch, which goes back to radical accountability. Mm. Whatever you don't have, whatever you don't get out of this life is your own fault. You know, and that's not about manifesting. I'm not making it spiritual or like, okay, well, it's all up to luck. No, it's literally about being accountable, doing the work and reaping the benefits and the rewards. Yeah. Okay. Because we're we're working in tandem. Exactly. We're working in tandem with we our are. higher power. So yes, the higher power is going to have our back and they're going to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. But you also got to do what you have to do as well. Yeah. Do your part. Because if you want to stay stuck in the past, you will be left there. And you don't and need God for that. And that will be that on that. You don't need God for that. Yeah. You can be back there with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> so while the liminal space is uncomfortable for us, it can be challenging it's ambiguous. It's an uncertain as fuck. Yeah. It is also very freeing. It's necessary and it helps us like change. It helps us grow. It helps us get to it helps us get to where we need to go. It's just the way of life. Facts of life. It helps Remember us get show? to where we no, what was that? I think that was like some white shit. Mm. Whatever. It helps us get to where we need to go. So you can stay stuck in the past if you want to. You can stay stuck in the liminal space if you want to. Or, okay, then if you want to. If you want to. Or you can do what you got to do to transition eventually. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's, that's what I'm doing too. Yeah. I ain't staying stuck, okay? I ain't a stagnant bitch. We're not a tree. Not for too long. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's it. That's that it. Um, no girlfriend gags this week. But if you do have a girlfriend gag, Send it on send over. Send your questions, your comments, your concerns. We'll gag about it here on the show. You can send that to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll chat with you all next week, right? We'll catch you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Ooh, those are kisses for you. Thank you.